Welcome to the Long Come Norwich podcast, a traditionally trivial testament to the trials and tribulations of testimonial-worthy legends, and today we talk Teddy. That's right, we're joined by the man himself all the way from Norway, where he's tearing it up again for Rosenberg, currently fourth in the Elite Syrian. Firstly, let's talk the here and the now. So, Mr. Teddy, you've got a big game coming up on Sunday. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, we're not where we want to be on the table, but it's, 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 it's a game against the, the leader, so you want to be uh, you want to be at your best. So I think we are all looking forward to the game. Yes. And you're going to be facing a, a manager who, if speculation is to be believed, nearly ended up at, at Norwich. Um, did Did you think when the when the opportunity came up that 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 he might have made the move connection to to the Premier League? Um, it, it was very difficult to believe uh, how many truth was in there in the rumors, but I could uh, and I can understand why Norwich or why the the, the rumors were was there because uh, it's been very good building Budeglint, uh, uh and it's, it's good with the with the young players and, and building a team. So uh, I totally understand why. Uh, it would fit uh, the Norwich model, so uh, yeah. So, do, do, can you see him? Maybe it might not be at Norwich, and, and hopefully, obviously, that it's going to be a little while until we've got another <laughs> chance for a new manager. But can you see him cutting it in the Premier League when you know when maybe it's not in the middle of, or in the middle of the run in um, in the Norwegian league? It's it's, it's tough to because uh, he's he's done well at Buda, but before that. Uh, before Buda, he was in another team, uh, lower division, uh, doing well there. But to compare the elite stadium with with Premier League is 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 uh, is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is there's a big gap there. Uh, and the same as a player and as a manager, I think you you always want to have experience somewhere else before you you end up in the Premier League, uh, where everything is a bit. <laughs> Uh, harsh and chaotic, and yeah, you, you and, and and the demands are very high. Uh, but uh, of course, I think I, I would I would definitely would have seen him being Norwich manager in terms of what Norwich wants and what Norwich is about. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, my current club is also interested in him, so. It would be it would be also nice to have him uh, in the club for next season because, uh, uh, as you all know, Rosenberg used to be there. Not what maybe we haven't won for a couple of years now, so uh, we really want to get back to winning ways and and being the the the, the best club that we, we we know that we can be in Norway. So uh, I, I was also, or I'm still hoping that maybe they can get him because he, he's he's proven himself in. In, in Norway now that uh, hopefully Rosenberg can, can uh, attract him uh, for next season. How have you um, found it back at, at Rosenberg, Alex? Has it been a change of pace for you? And, and how does the pace of the football between the Championship and the Premier League compare to, to Norway? Oh, it's, it's different. You, you can't compare it. Like in terms of, uh, in terms of, Technical and then the, the speed. You you have some games where in Norway, especially where uh, teams can't control the the games, so you end up going forth and back, forth and back 
the whole time, uh, which for for a spectator is is fun to watch, but uh, it's not much controlling of of games. Uh, it's just few teams who can do that. Uh, Buda Glimt is one of them. At least they've showed that in in, in Europe for a bit. Uh, but it's, it's, it's completely different in terms of the pace in Premier League or, or, or the, the, the technical and the, and the tactical aspect of the game. So you mentioned that you were after, you know, Knutson, you'd like to work with him. F- from your point of view, obviously you've had, <clears throat> um, what's a polite way of saying it, you've had a few years in your career, so you've had the opportunity to work with a number of different managers now. Mm-hmm. What What's an ideal manager for for Alex Tetti, now, what what is it that you particularly would excite you about getting to work with him and, and feel that would, other than just the fact that he's had success, what what kind of characteristics in a manager would would you look for, either for Rosenberg or just for you as a player? No, for me as a player, obviously, as you mentioned, I, I've, uh, I've 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 had in Norwich, even just in Norwich, I've I've been through four managers, uh, and before that, I was in France and and Rosenberg again. Uh, my my idea manager is someone who has a who has a clear philosophy, uh, style of play. Um, obviously, uh, yeah, the style of play need to be attractive, but also need to have that uh, solidness about about the the his team. Uh, this my type of manager needs to be able to deal with the the, the individual player. Uh, Needs to be able to 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 get players through, you know, uh, and 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 you are working with people. So my my type of manager needs to be able to deal with people. You don't need to be good with people, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, getting them going, understanding how how the players work, uh, what make them tick, and 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 uh, what and seeing how they can improve them, uh, and so. And um, obviously, you, you've announced at the end of this season, Alex, that, that you're now going to be hanging up your boots. We've read that you'd like to go into coaching. Do you, talking about the type of managers that might motivate you, do you see yourself as a manager or do you think you're really just going to be into more of the, the coaching? I think I, 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 I've i said it many years now. I don't, I don't see myself as a manager because it's too stressful. But sometimes, sometimes, and this is most players that, uh, our former players, they, they, they've been saying this, that sometimes, even though you said you, you were not, in, mm. in certain situations, you kind of feel like, yeah, I can do it, you know? You, you are like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then swiftly, you switch back to, nah, it's too stressful, it's too, <laughs> it's too short-lived, and uh, the, 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 it's, it's, it's when you're at that level, it's more like it's just result based. You know, you can you can win, win, win. If you get a dip of form and you lose a couple, you are out. So it's 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 kind of stressful. But I I, I think for me, it's more about about uh, working with with uh, with academy players and 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 trying to get them through to the senior team. I think mm-hmm. I will have more joy doing that. You know, uh, than than being being a manager, where it's it's similar to similar to playing with playing. It's just you are not playing. You're just preparing a team to play on a Saturday or Sunday. And um, obviously, preparing youngsters for the first team that's a massive part of 
what Norwich City are trying to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. Could we then maybe see you back at, at the club one day, you know, kind of bringing through the, the next breed of youngsters at Carrow Road? <laughs> That's a big, big question. That would mean I need to leave my wife and kids, <laughs> which which I don't think after her being with, with me abroad for 12 years, she would want to go back again. But uh, I'm taking my coaching budgets now. Uh, I've done the first part of it. but So hopefully when I get to the second part and, and the third part, uh, hopefully I can, I can uh, uh, come back to Norwich and learn a couple of things uh, I should have done in my almost nine years there. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and and learn how they do things and 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 stuff. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure you could uh, fit in a few placements at least while you're finishing things off. I'm sure she'd be okay with that kind of in, <laughs> on, in the in, in between. So just like an extended away game, you know, just a couple, a couple <laughs> yeah. here. We will um, see. That, fingers crossed. Fingers we crossed. Will. You say yes. I, 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 okay, well, we, well, maybe we'll have a whip round and see if we can you know, put together a hamper and some presents and things for us. <laughs> see if we can see if we can talk around. Sure. Um, so, so speaking of encouraging someone to do something, let, let's go mm-hmm. back in time um, mm-hmm. when you when you joined the club. Mm-hmm. I think it was black and white television back in in those days. And you know, mm-hmm. um, but what um, what were your first impressions? What what why Norwich? How 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 was it that you ended up? Um, you know, how how did you end up picking Chris Hutton and, and Norwich, Norwich City? Picking that's it's a it's a bit uh, flattering for me to be for you to say I was picking. No, at that time so that was my I think I started my third season with with uh, Ren. Uh, and obviously, uh, Ren is like uh, a machine club of producing uh, youth and talent. Uh, and yeah, I, I was told I wasn't like. There was a, there was a, the, they had a lot of youth players coming up, and they said, yeah, maybe your, your time will be very limited, so uh, it can't be hard. I said, okay, uh, so I just hanging in there, doing my best as always, head down, and then uh, one of those days on on my way home, I got a text from from uh, from my agent back then that uh, if I wanted to go to Norwich, uh, and I. <laughs> And I said, and I said, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, there, was, there was no doubt that I was going to say no or whatever. I was, I was very, very, very interested in going to England and, and Premier League. That's, that's like, I've, I've watched the games. I've uh, I watched Premier League when I'm not playing. Uh, I think I even saw Norwich once when I was in in. in France, where they played against Liverpool or something. Uh, even though I didn't know much about them, I was I was like, yeah, I'm coming, I'm going. Uh, regardless what I knew or not knew about the team, I, I'm going. So that's that's how it happened. And and uh, also it happened to be that uh, Chris Hutton was the manager. Uh, he after I met him, he 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 explained to me that. He, his his scout was working for Rangers, and he was scouting me before that, 
uh, oh, right. I was going to ask that whether it was a sketch. You know, I was going to ask that you know, <clears throat> how how that how that worked out. So it was it was from a scouting previously that, yes. that they already had you on their radar. That's interesting. Exactly. So when that when that scout, I don't know his name, when he moved to Norwich and Chris well, buy him a was, pint. <clears throat> was was the manager, uh, and then they, they, they I think still then they they had me in their mind, and then yeah when they when they asked the question there was no hesitating from my side so uh, it happened and and uh, yeah I signed for Norwich without without yeah demanding having high demands for contract or whatever I was just I just just happy to 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 be there and, and to be part of the Premier League well that's awesome and um... That, that you were obviously so keen to to, to come and uh, be in in Norwich as the football club after following the Premier League, mm-hmm. you said you just said you have only seen them once. Did, who who was the team that you supported then? Who, whose games would you make sure you always watched in the Premier League? I was always watching uh, Man United. So that was your team, was it? That was that was that was my team. Yes. So that must have made a, a certain goal <laughs> even more special then. Yes, 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 it was. It was, you know, uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nor did we. Nor did we. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't prepared for that kind of event. No, no, not on that day. Uh, I didn't know. Nor did I run to Camero Jerome, who, who had the assist, or the Norwich fans uh, on that the side they were at. I, I was just... I was like, what's going on? I just caught of Trafford. I got to play there. I was like, uh, <laughs> the whole day was just surreal, uh, to be honest. I mean, that's one of your most famous moments in a Norwich City shirt, really. You know, it, it, kind of iconic, the Teddy Toe poke. <laughs> you can be really honest with us now. Did you actually mean it, you know, kind of, or was that a shot that had kind of gone wrong and, and nestled in the corner? No, it was, it was just, I, I was, it, so... When when I made the run, after I don't know working so hard to be in that position, uh, I got the touch in front of me. I, I saw them closing me down very quickly, so I just I didn't have any time to 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 think to hit it like mm. with, with my uh, with my inside or or, or whatever. So the, the only thing that came to my mind is have a quick shot, and and then I just talk of it. Uh, the direction though was not where I, uh, I was thinking was going to go. I thought it was going. <laughs> I was. I thought it was going straight to the right corner, but then it bended a bit and went into the here's right corner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it yeah. went sort oh, of on the left. Seen it a few times, <laughs> Yeah. So it went. It went on 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 my left, and I was like, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> so go. So uh, <laughs> nice for me, and and yeah. So I meant to talk of it. Not uh, it happened to go not the, the direction that yeah. I really wanted it to go. But yes. Well, we're very glad that it didn't. It did nestle in the corner. Um, just taking you back a little bit to to when you first joined the club. Um, how was life settling into Carrow Road? How much did you know about Norfolk or Norwich before you got here? And and did or do the club? make any special efforts with players from abroad because i guess there's a massive cultural change and how do they help you kind of adapt to things no i i didn't know much about this the, the city or or much about the club um i remember coming 
coming in and then we, we were at the Holiday Inn at the stadium after a while. Uh, we got to see the city and, and the stadium and, and the training ground at that time. And um, yeah, it was kind of a bit similar to, to rent where I was. Uh, so for me, I was... I was <laughs> I was I was ready to go, uh, whether the city was dog shit or, or not. <laughs> I was like, for me, it was more the football aspect of of the move that was so interested for me that anything else, anything else was like, I don't I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm here mm. for, just for the football, the club, and and the people who work there. Were, they were very welcoming, uh, and yeah. Every every everything I uh, every question everything I needed they were they were there to fulfill it so and 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 this is how they've been since uh, even on uh, on to this day uh, and and until before I left that's they've even improved on that bit you know they have someone working permanently finding houses showing people around you know uh, yeah so so that bit has also improved a lot. Mm. Brilliant, and and during that first season, mm-hmm. I, I thought you personally you had a, a really good season, and the, and the team seemed to flourish and, and had a really good run. I know they tailed away at the end of the season, and you know, kind of you just managed to to stay up with a, a few results towards the end of mm-hmm. of, of that season. Yeah. But it then kind of started to turn, and it it kind of started to go wrong for for Chris Hutton. Um and you were you know you were one of his players that he brought in. You know, kind of mm-hmm. what do you think went wrong, and and how responsible were you guys that, that Chris brought in you know how did how did you feel during that time it was always tough you know because he 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 likes to set up his team in a certain way and 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 I know many many fans always thought that he was he was very defensive you know in his approach but he never he never in in in, in one of never in one of the meetings uh, told us to be defensive. He always said, you need to be structured. Do you know what I mean? And there's a, a huge difference in saying structured and being defensive. So he wants his team to be in shape, but to, to be able to attack as well. Uh, and in, and in, in, in the modern football, you can, be, you, can, you can be as good as going forward, but if you can defend, if you can't defend, you end up you end up shipping lot of goals, so I thought we 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 did that that first season quite good, and you always will have some some games where you 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 don't win, you know, and then I think uh, that's when you know as any other football team that's when the voices come out and the negativity comes out, and uh, uh, at the end of the day you end up you end up. Losing, losing the job, uh, which he did uh, following that second season where we were never in bottom bottom three, but he ended up uh, have to go, which is a shame because at, at, at that 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 season we just needed to have, to be honest, manage one win out of five, and and we we would have be able to stay up. So it was. How odd was that to to not be in the bottom three, um, and for there oh. to be so much negativity? And it, was that odd as players to think, what, why is our manager copping so much grief yeah, when, it was. when we feel we're doing it? Because I remember <clears throat> I remember talking to 
um, uh, I think it was Nathan Redmond at the time, mm-hmm. um, saying um, he thinks that they would have stayed up um, yeah, had he, had he that, have stayed. Yeah, that's that's the feeling we, we most of us, or I would say the whole dressing room had, you know, because we saw the fixtures, we 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 had our heads down. We knew what we had to do, uh, but we also knew as well that the pressure was building. Uh, but we we were quite confident that we we would manage to at least have one win and a draw. Uh, uh, with him, with with five games to go and and not in bottom three, uh, but you know it's it's modern football and 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 uh, football clubs take decisions. You know, uh, sometimes it's, 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 we as the players, you, it's not our job to take decisions. And when decisions are made, you just have to crack on with what you're doing and and not think about that side because that's not our job. So. It's decision was made, and we had to just move on with it as quick as we could. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's sadly it didn't it didn't turn out to be to be enough uh, what we did uh, for the for those rest of the five games, and and uh, we ended up uh, going down. Is that the hardest? Um, change of manager then because it was quite close to the end of the season because as you said you, I think it's four different bosses you played under mm-hmm. what um, was that the most the, was that the most disruptive or the most surprising change of manager because, well I think it is, we could it talk is surprising because five games to go I think I think if you think about it logically like in a Premier League club I don't know if it's happened before I, I I don't know. I'm I'm asking you guys. Is do you think it's happened before? Five games to go. Didn't Normally, Lester, managers didn't like do it. Get, yeah, I don't know. Did did they? Yeah, yeah. Know. Did did they? I think they did... got rid of Pearson, was it? And then they they brought someone else in. Yeah, and it didn't go well. I don't I don't think I can't remember. No, no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking often. often. No, no, I'm thinking maybe not, Pearson I, stayed and then went at the end of the season, and then they mm-hmm. then they went on the following year to you know. You know, do quite re- well. Yeah, rewrite the history books. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but I'm, I mean, because I, I find that fascinating. You know, a new you, you mentioned philosophies. Um, so a new player, a new manager comes in, five mm-hmm. games. Um, bless him, Neil didn't stand a chance. Really, do you feel no, at that point? Not really, because it's, it's very short time of period to really, really stamp your your philosophy or or your your authority on it. You know, and. And these five games, uh, let's be honest, we had what two of them, one, two, two, three of them were against what Arsenal, Man's, Man United, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea and Liverpool, I think as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Liverpool was in yeah. there, and then the, mm. old, the, the the game that we thought definitely this is a big chance to get a three point was Villa. Mm. So in our minds, we were like, yes, win Fulham. At least draw one of those rest of the games, and and then that that will be enough, and and uh, that that was our feeling. But in other hand, Sunderland went on to have I don't know crazy games where they won against big teams, something we never managed to do. Uh, so yeah, and and with all fairness, I really liked Neil when he came in. Uh, he was uh, he was very 
yeah, his philosophy was like, yeah, we are Norwich City, we are going to play, we are going to do this. Training sessions were good, you know, uh, but there was not like enough time. There was not enough time. And do you think that all the other players perhaps accepted him? Because, I mean, we've only heard rumours, but that when Neil first came in um, as manager, that, that perhaps, you know, there was a couple of things said, you know, kind of, and, and players were a little bit hesitant to accept, you know, what was a guy that, that was coaching the under-18s? <laughs> Is that, you know, kind of, was there a feeling in the camp that, especially from, you know, kind of players that, that were lords Chris Hewton, that, you know, kind of actually what's going on here, you know, this is, and they weren't maybe going to play for, for that particular manager? No, it's, it's, it's a good question, to be honest. Uh, so, um, obviously, when you change the manager, normally the clubs talk what, who and what, whom they will bring in, you know. So we were all, we were all like, okay, who, who will be the next manager and stuff. And then uh, for a, a short change uh, that they, the, or decision that they made, and then Neil came in. We were, everyone was surprised, you know, because we thought they had someone uh, else lined up, you know, uh, that wasn't coming from the academy. Uh, so, of course, uh, some players in the team will be, oh, what's this, you know, and, and not have that attitude, you know, towards, uh, towards that it was nil but, uh, and, and not another, you know, uh, proven big manager. Uh, it happens and it would have happened in any other club as well. Talking about managers coming and going, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your experience of when Daniel Farker first arrived at the club. How did you adapt to life under a new manager who we've heard from the outside placed quite a high emphasis on the technical side of the game, but also mm-hmm. we'd heard his training sessions, um, you know, kind of really changed the culture at Colney. How did you find that? No, that was uh, <laughs> that was quite interesting when, he, when the, his team came in. Because he changed the whole, yeah, as you said, the, the training culture and how we were used to training uh, with the with the other managers. It was we we trained well, short and sharp, and and you know we, we were fit. There was never any doubt of that. It's just uh, with with the uh, with the boss that we still call him. Uh, <laughs> he he yeah, he we 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 trained hard and long 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 hours. Uh, uh, and that that was new to to most of us, uh, uh, but it was good. It was good. There were there were the, 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 the actual training sessions were were quite li- lively, where you had the assistant manager doing uh, passing drills, or you have uh, we have uh, what you have the uh, Chris who was doing the the warm up, and then you, at the end. Um, it was uh, it was the manager's turn to do something with us, so it was it was quite good in the beginning. It was shock to the, to our bodies, but it was quite good. So you meant you mentioned you still call him the boss. Um, mm-hmm. Was was discipline kind of more extreme with him? And we've had quite a few players. There's one you know one very recently fall out mm-hmm. of favour with him. Um, was he was he maybe more strict than Chris Hutton or, yeah, or Alex Neil? Well, I think every manager sometimes in certain situations need to 
let the player know they are the manager, they decide. Uh, and I think all of them that I played with had the same, had the same, you know, uh, attitude to discipline. S- some more, more than others, but the, the boss was, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, he made him, uh, he made the uh, decisions that, yeah. You know, you you as a player will be like, eh, eh. You, you know, you you can't cross him on certain things. He he made sure that he he we all knew who 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 he was the boss. <laughs> and did he lose his temper at, at, at half time? Because we we we've heard from the new manager Dean Smith, or rather we've heard a report that you know maybe there was a a few. Uh, choice words in a bit of aggro at half time, making it clear that on Saturday, obviously we we got the great right result, but the first half was was dreadful basically, um, and, and maybe that was a change to to what they'd been used to. So was he one of those where he was very angry but calm at half time, or, or did he ever get the old hairdryer out and, and give it to you both barrels? No, he was he was uh, through four and a half years since he he was there. Obviously, sometimes you will you will uh, lose your cool, but is something I think we all know as the players that's been there long with him. He he tried really not to, he tried really not to get you know give up hair dries and and not lose his temper. But of course he had been there in some occasions uh, uh, during the, during the game inside the dressing room. But uh, he it didn't happen that often. It didn't happen that often. He, he he mainly always tried to 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 stay cool, you know. Uh, yes. And technically, mm-hmm. I think you you Alex, you might have been one of the biggest beneficiary beneficiaries of of his coaching because you just seemed to improve immensely as a player under mm-hmm. Daniel. And I, I kind of, I mean, this is just my personal observation. I don't know how you feel, but your close control seemed a lot better. Your your range of passing seemed to improve. How did he? do that and I guess another question is that we were told that your knees were made of glass and you couldn't possibly play <laughs> twice a week and then suddenly you were able to do that you know kind of what what changed yeah, under he, Daniel? He, to be honest he, that he, he, he threw that out of the equation to be honest when he first came uh, because with him if you if you if you didn't train he, he praised training so highly that you wouldn't play on a Saturday or Sunday under him um so when uh, when he came in before that i had alex Neil also who was uh, we got on really well with so he he was willing to manage me you know not playing all the away games and and being ready to go on a saturday which worked really well and then and then <laughs> then the, the boss came in and uh, he wasn't having it so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do as a player? You just need to crack on with it. <laughs> and that's what I did. But but yeah, in terms of improving uh, under him, it's just, I think it just happened naturally because of his training sessions. Uh, because these training sessions were built uh, of us doing exactly on the Saturday in terms of the technical part of it uh, and, and the drills. Were, were shaped that you had to be good uh, when in possession when you had the ball you 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 have to be able to control and pass you have to be in in, in in good positions that we want you to be 
and 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 having sometimes a view of of, of where the ball have to go before you get it and 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 this was it was relentless on this uh, during this four and five years in training. So uh, for the for the players who were all the time there with him, we we actually we we knew it was it was in us. We knew what to do come preseason. You know, uh, come preseason games, come come to 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 a normal games so, or. League game, we, we we had imprinted that in us. So for me, it was it was just really by just being in training with him and their training uh, sessions. I think it improved a lot of players. Uh, to be honest, well, it, it got to the point where you were indispensable because it seemed that um, you know managers would maybe try and see if they could get a formation working that didn't have Teddy in it and then they mm-hmm. realized that we had absolutely no stability at all if we did and we had to get Teddy in there to shore everything up and I mean you know I, I don't think I'm the only person who um, was you know as it you know Pump basically put it in a really polite way and um, mm-hmm. I'll put it in a slightly more stupid fan way um, I was a huge fan of yours um in the in the kind of the last few years mm. um whereas in the first two or three years you've mm. clearly played with as you say head down worked hard yeah. that was kind of the you know you were a key part of the squad and you did your job and your job was maybe limited in terms of what you were being asked to do yeah. um and then in the, the last kind of four years um it was a case of you, you developed into this um this midfielder that was absolutely that we couldn't kind of live without and we we you know, we, we didn't think we'd ever be able to move on from and you were going to have to keep going forever. Um, so it, it, were, were you aware of the fact that the, the fans' kind of opinion of you was, was was kind of developing as your own contribution to the team was developing? No, I wasn't aware of it. Uh, I was, uh, I was a, a bit aware, or not aware, but in, in, in my own uh, thoughts, it was like, Yes, for example, let's take uh, the boss when he came, uh, and, and this is this is not easy. I've always said it's not easy to be in his team, and then and this I really really still still mean because he he has high demands. So first when he came, uh, he said, "Yeah, you 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 are not my typical number six. Uh, you, you will get to play games, but I don't know when," and, and obviously. What can you say as a player? You can't say okay. Then uh, see you later. Then so I, <laughs> I, uh, I said okay. I understand. So I'll just keep working, you know. And then, and then, what happens when uh, things goes wrong? You, you, you obviously needs to try something different. And or when you get your chance, you need to prove to the manager that you can't be in this team. You can't. You can't play the way he wants, you know, he wants to play. And, and uh, yeah, I was lucky enough that normally he doesn't make a lot of changes, at least in his first season. Uh, we had, a, I think, a, a league game, cup game against uh, Charlton, where, where I, played, I played the whole game and, and played really well. So it was, it was from my own... From 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 my own belief in myself that I can play under him uh, to prove him wrong and 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 thank God I did uh, and from from after that game like he, he could see me being his team uh, which 
which you know uh, I think for him it was not <laughs> easy for him to ab admit that I could you know I should be in his team because the way he wants to play and the way it was going he, he really needed someone to to you know be there and cover spaces and break up play and 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 play simple and, and you know and 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 like get people in place and 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 being that team you know uh, having that shape because you you need to have that when when you want to be that possession based side you need to have that guy who no one's really talk about you know uh, and and do and do that part of the job and then that's what what I did gladly uh, but also under him it was it wasn't much about that job it was more also about 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 playing football you know uh, which which uh, I enjoy doing well but yeah so that brings me on to something I, I when we realized we were going to get the opportunity to talk to you talk to you one of the first questions that I wrote down I wanted to, to talk to you about was was that kind of change when when Farker came in with regards to some players being out of favor mm -hmm. um and the because it felt that felt like one of the biggest changing of the guards if you like because you know I, I don't really count your Teti Nascence or just being a far career I, I feel like your development wasn't purely down to to, to Farker in terms of what I was talking about previously about you were kind of an, uh, a squad player who then became mm -hmm. indispensable in that to me in the Alex Neal kind of that playoff run when I, when I start thinking of you know when when did Teti become kind of club legend status as opposed to you know a bit of a fan favorite who was part of the part of the the, um, the squad but not necessarily mm -hmm you know indispensable and I'm, I'm trying to be kind of as honest as possible no, no. in that in that in that playoff run in that Alex Neal kind of run up to the playoffs mm. that was that was the point where you know players like you players like Bradley Johnson they, they kind of came to the fore in a way that you just thought these guys are are just so much better than I than I or and many fans ever thought they could be and <laughs> that, that's why when it then came to Farker's kind of new broom mm -hmm. um what was it like as a seasoned pro who's, you know, given, and we'll, we'll come on to it in a bit, you know, a lot of Norwich fans, the best day of their lives at Wembley, uh, and you and some other players who who started that, that day, mm -hmm. basically falling out of favour, being told to train with the under-23s. How hard was it to, to, to try and stay loyal to your mates who you've been to battle with and got promotions with who are being frozen out whilst also trying to stay on the, the, the good side of the, of the new manager? That, that must have been a tricky balance. Well, it was, it was, and uh, you know, every everyone was like, "Ooh, they're, they're, and we all knew there were going to be changes, you know, because uh, from what we've heard, uh, we 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 had in we had in you know three seasons before we went up, uh, before Farka came, we tried and tried and tried, and 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 we never managed to uh, get promotion or be around uh, the top six. So the, the current players that were there that done before, done it before, Wembley, everything, you know, was trying trying to do it again. We all we all knew we were in, in kind of, you know, danger to, to be to be left out or to be shift off and, and all sorts. So it was quite difficult, uh, seeing like all the changes and, and and some of the mates moving on as quick as possible. Uh, some even before Farka arrived and some during that first season, where you know uh, the boss, the boss did took some 
very, very difficult decisions and got rid of, you know, the, 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 the former players who were there. Uh, obviously with me, I never got that, okay, you need to go or you need to be this or this or this. I was, uh, luckily, I was still there. It was just, uh, I, I don't know why, but most most of the, the other teammates were, were already gone. It feels like I was, I was, I don't know, the only one left. Well, yeah, I, I think you're. Be, I think you're being too humble, and there's a, there's a good reason why. And it was because, and he was, you know, he was proven right that you you were, you know, still required to to be that cement, find that space, cover spaces, as you said in in his team. So he was right yeah, on that thing. We, we didn't. We didn't. I understand that because yeah, we didn't have that 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 guy there. Uh, I think when he came, so they, they obviously when you're building a squad, you can't. You can't take that chance to get rid of uh, a position that is, for him, uh, incredibly important, uh, and not have and start with zero. Uh, we had we had already uh, Doza there, but he, yeah. he 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 got he got an offer from Rangers and 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 the manager let him go. Uh, incredible footballer, uh, mm. in my opinion. I hope he would have stayed. But the manager let him go, and then you also had Johnny, who got offer from from Borough that uh, he took upon. Uh, so he was also gone. Uh, the manager wanted really wanted to keep him, and then obviously it was just me left on that position, and then they had to get in get some loans in. So I think they they and you need backups for that position as well. So. Uh, he ended up being yeah me uh, and 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 uh, Reedy Reedy yeah yeah Reedy I'm in that position um, so yeah I'm always humble but that that's I think that's how I saw it and you were then kind of on the cusp of something really special I thought in terms of well it's my favourite season as a fan and I've been supporting this football club for kind of more than 30 years but that season where you guys got promoted under under Daniel in 2018-19 because mm. it was mm. so unexpected yeah. I guess I'd, I'd be really interested to hear one did you get a feeling you know kind of that summer that something special was about to happen and actually when did you guys also start to believe during that season that actually you know we could get promoted here or you know we could go up as champions because it no one saw that coming which I think made it more special <laughs> No, no one saw from finishing fourteenth. Uh, yes, some some uh, some games in that season when we finished fourteenth, you could see like he was, you know, the philosophy and how he wanted to play. It was it was it was kind of there in 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 bits and bobs. You could see in one game, you could see in the other. Uh, it was it was really difficult to see it like 100%, but you could see it was this kind of building. Um, then in that second season, really, we, the first games was like, mm, yeah, this can be, can be tricky. Uh, but as, as soon as I think we hit the momentum and, and, and we won, we, we had this run of games not losing. I think we, we from, from the first five, we won on just winning, winning, winning. Then with 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 inside the group, inside inside the inside uh, Colney, 
we we within us we always had belief, and and this is something that we we, we were very good at that what we were saying in the dressing room was always the, the, the there's always the truth or there was always the, the belief that we, we we could keep going and and and, and if we work hard enough we will reach our target while the, the everything that was going on on the outside we were we were very focused on not like letting it in you know we were just focused on ourselves and and the belief that we had uh, game after game after game uh, and uh, yeah <laughs> surprisingly we, we, we managed to do it i mean it strikes me as a as a fan um i can kind of go back to that day at wembley and it you know it was definitely in the, like the top five days or best days of my life mm. as a player what felt better and what felt more satisfying was it the that kind of one-off at Wembley, an iconic stadium that you know kind of is revered around the world, or was it that season which was you know full of emotion and we won the league? Which, which felt better for you? Oh, it's just a tough, tough question. I think, I think hmm, until this day, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still. When I think about it, it's very difficult to to choose uh, what was better. I what a nice the, problem the, the to have. Feeling. Yeah. Mm. Which know, which celebration were you most hungover from? Let's put it that way. Because I saw you after the eighteen nineteen celebration and you were very hungover. <laughs> no, no. I don't drink, so I don't know what you <laughs> or saw. Or you were tired, let's put it I that way. I was probably tired. Uh, <laughs> I was tired from, from the, the Wembley game as well because it was it was just, just such a huge day. It's, it's like, it felt like going to a casino and, and, and uh, you know, you, it's either winning or losing. You really yeah. want to get out of that casino with some money in your pocket, uh, because if you lose, you 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 are going just straight home empty-handed. Uh, it's like I don't know going to a party and and then all of a sudden you you, you wake up and there is you don't remember anything from that. It's it's, it's it. I like the, the 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 concept of of Wembley, but that scary part of not winning the game is oh my god it's just dreadful but to be on the winning side that day was 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 just was just unbelievable to have that many Norwich fans there uh, the way the game went a, a team that we struggled to beat that season uh, so I, 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 I'm going a bit more towards towards the Wembley game but not that much, though I would say. I think that's that's <clears throat> that's the reason for me that it's um, you can't compare one season to one one day. But when no. you start to bear in mind those things, um, like for example, the fact that we beat Ipswich over two legs to mm. get there, the mm. fact that it, so many of those players, I, I feel, played well for Norwich for for a period of time, and whilst it's one day. You had the likes of Russ there. You had Ruddy. You had you. You had um, Bradley Johnson, who you know, huge, huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wes. You know, so many of the players and Cameron Jerome. You know, so many players yeah. who who they it was they weren't one day wonders. If you see what I mean, they weren't. It wasn't just one kind of run that you guys. So many of that squad were brilliant over a long period of time for Norwich. And the fact that you all shared that 
that together. The fact that we beat a team that had, you know, let's have it right, shithoused us earlier in the season, yeah, and, and, you know, and had no intention of trying to play football against us that night with Patrick Bamford just falling over everywhere. You know, mm. that that was... Um, it was it was incredible, and that, that that's why you know it's, it's not even top five. Um, you know, it's it's my best day of my life. Full full stop. It's just it was just incredible. Everything about it, the the, the drive down there, the drive back, and it, it was amazing. But yeah, the yeah. same for us as well. The players. I remember like being being in the hotel room, and and the, the, the feeling when we arrived the day before, and then in the morning as well, uh, going to that meeting. I had I had such a belief. I was going to the meeting with with uh, with music on. Everyone saw me like the, the, the belief that this day was going to be was going to happen on a high. I think I think it was there. And as you mentioned, just being on the pitch. I mean, in the dressing room with all these characters, uh, and, and to come out of winners on that day was, was just incredible. The, the whole atmosphere after. The game between us, uh, between the the, the the coaching staff, the the players that was who travel was not on on, on even on the bench, um, and and also that we we were so happy that we made we, we made Norwich supporters proud, you know, because this is this is what I, I was talking about. For us to not win that game and for you to go empty-handed that. That that May Day that that, that for me I, I couldn't I couldn't bear it I couldn't you know I couldn't uh, you know give that feeling to to the Norwich fans so I, I was so happy that's why you could see me celebrating so wild after that game. Yes, it was in, it was incredible shared experience for for so many of us um, and I, I still think that 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 was one of the reasons why the um, that the following season was <clears throat> was so disappointing. Obviously, mm-hmm. to not not mm-hmm. be able to capitalize on that, and I mean, how um, presumably you will have gone into that season feeling really confident that you, you know, after and, having and, all that momentum, and 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 believe me, we we were we were. There's, I think there there's something. I think we started the season fantastically, just of just because mainly based on exactly what you said. The confidence were there. The, the the football that we were playing and the players being that confident, I think that that was for me something else. But in in the Premier League season, there was always there was always <laughs> something around the corner. It can be a small change of something. It can be a small five ten minutes of a of a single game that will. Would we change your season to 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 bad or 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 or, or good, and and I feel until a certain point in that following season, there was one game, uh, I think it was against, uh, I think it was against Newcastle away or something. Yeah, I thought uh, you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 messed up a a, a bit. That that. You know that belief and that 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 uh, confidence. You know that we had that we 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 are going to do this because I thought until that we we had some games where I thought we were brilliant. In, you know, did you feel that it was the the confidence in the group of players or the confidence of the manager? Because it seemed like Alex Neil at that point 
his his tactics got a bit more defensive. He he wanted to be a bit more pragmatic. Whereas actually before that, as you said, we were riding the crest of a wave. We were attacking teams. We were scoring goals. Did did it just feel like everyone kind of retreated into their shell a little bit? No, I think it starts it starts like bit bit by bit. You know, you you lose you lose six two in a game where you were you were fully fully in. Uh, from three two to six two, uh, and and as a manager and as a group of players, you will ask a lot of questions after the game. You will try to evaluate, uh, evaluate every every aspect of what went wrong, and then from from there, you either get it spot on with your evaluation, or you you sometimes get it wrong and you you maybe change too much or you twist it too much. And and, and and sometimes when you do that, it can go the other way or the opposite way. Um, and, and that will happen to managers, it will happen to, to, to a squad. Uh, and unfortunately, we, 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 try to, we try to change it up. We try to, to push and, 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 and try to, to do, do better, but it, it, it never happened. And at the end of the day, we were... Again, shot on shot of points to to stay up to to hit that 40, 40 point mark. And it, it felt similar. I'm sorry to start keep talking about relegations, Alex. But no, it's know, fine. It's fine. It's, it's um, your it's your fault. You kept getting relegated. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of felt like it was similar under Daniel in the Premier League. That again, we started well, and you know, kind of everything. Um, you know, we were playing free flowing football, beat Manchester yeah. City, which again, you know, kind of is is one of those days that's that's right up there for so many fans. What do you think went wrong under under Daniel in the Premier League? Because he was clearly he was wrestling, especially after Project Restart, with with his mm-hmm. tactics a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> went went wrong. To to start with, we had a squad of not much Premier League footballers. Uh, most of the young guys didn't know what we were going into. Uh, to start with, that's that's even difficult by itself. Uh, and then secondly, we to to play that brand of football that we were trying to do, it's only the top teams really that can do that, and even them have have certain uh, what do you call it? They 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 do it to their best. Uh, ability, but sometimes even they get punished because of the brand of football they were playing. Um, and then, and and all fair credit to us, we tried, we tried to 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 be ourselves and 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 play as we we, we, we previously had done. Uh, but as as a as a club size of knowledge, um, it's it, to play like that in 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 Premier League. It, it, it's it's it, it's it's very 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 difficult to, to to play like that and stay in the Premier League with that with that uh, with that uh, squad that we had not not that the, the the squad wasn't good enough it's just it wasn't we didn't have enough so did, were you... I've, I've tasted Premier League before. So did you think it was naive then to try and play that way and with the squad you had at the time? You know, what, what was the, maybe some of the... I think that was one of the words a lot of uh, journalists uh, were saying about us and pundits. 
you could say yes, they are they were correct, but as as a manager as well, you know, you 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 need to stick to your beliefs. You know, you 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 either know one thing and you need to stick with it, whether it's going well or bad, uh, or if you then or you just mix it up. And by mixing it up, I know I mean you need to know what you're doing. Uh, so it's better to stick with your beliefs and something you know that you do well than to go on the other side where you don't know what you're doing. And I think with the with the type of manager he is, he just is just stuck by by his beliefs, and we just kept going. Uh, in Project Restart, there mm-hmm. was the again talking about the, the the noise from outside, and and Daniel was always a proponent of ignoring the noise, and that served you really well, you know, at various times throughout when he was the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that? Do you feel that there was an element of giving up and, and and planning for for next season you know basically saying look we we've got these last few games we were had our fingers crossed or the club had their fingers crossed that maybe it might mm. be null and void and mm. actually we're going to go down anyway so let's let's just reassure Daniel he's not going anywhere the coaching staff are going to stay and let's start prepping for next season did any of that do you yeah. think actually got through to the players no it was it was never like that we the squad we were always at least me and and, and I the, the experienced guys, Tim Crew and 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 then Grant Hamley, Tim Closer, we 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 were always had the belief that to to, to uh, from everything that's happened until then, we were still seven points away from safety, mm-hmm. which is crazy. At that time, we were all saying to ourselves, to be luckily to 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 have that many games to go and be just seven points. Uh, from safety, we we can still do it. So we we were all looking forward to 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 playing the rest of the games and 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 trying and and have a charge uh, towards uh, safety. But it, it seemed it seemed like I think uh, mentally it, it was it was quite tough for certain players because when you not been in it before and you keep losing 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 losing. It's, it's always tough to get yourself going uh, uh, to, to, to be mentally there for, for, for the next game and for the other game and for the other game. Right, no more relegation talk. We, it's all, all positives. You, yeah, you've, you've, you've played in some you've played in some great teams, and I think I think it's time I think it's time that we ask you some of the things that I know that our listeners are going to be screaming at us to to ask you. So so let's start with with no super positive. Um, who would you say um, from the from the squads that you've played in? Who would you say is the the best on the pitch? So so of the different uh, years, the nine nine squads you had, mm. which team, if they all were to play each other in a round robin, which do you think had the most talent on the pitch? Oh, <laughs> that is a big, big, big one. I think for me, it's between. Uh, I think. I think for you always once again you always go for the guys who always was able to do some magic and it will be always between between uh, West will always be between uh, mothers uh, but I think for me I think that the things I saw West Hulerahan doing in 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 training and in games 
was it was incredible, you know. So I I will I will I will I will give it to West. I know there are other players there as well, uh, but Mario will be probably mad at me not mentioning his name. But <laughs> what about Mr. Buendia? How technically? How do how does he yes. compare with so, West? So so this is West. You have West, Mothers, and and Emmy. Emmy Emmy in training sessions when he was on did unbelievable things as well. Scored goals. His his shooting, uh, top corners. He, some training session is just the goals you just uh, just just we all just ended up clapping and stuff you know it's like wow we're like, wow <laughs> wow so uh, yeah there's been some fantastic talents uh, recently but but in terms of hmm, in terms of sometimes like uh, superior vision in in some of the games that west played I, I, I will give it to Wes. Well, he's still doing it now. I, I saw he's still doing it. That's yeah. the crazy thing as, <laughs> I know. as well. I mean, he's, he's doing the same thing as 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 he, he he was doing in Norwich at the age of I don't know thirty eight nine. I think he's thirty nine. I, I saw a little uh, compilation of a few of his kind of cross field passes and back heels, yeah. and yeah, you know yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah okay. He's dropped down a couple of leagues, but. You know, at the end of the day, it's still rough and tumble, and it's still a relatively high, high, high pace. And if anything, you're going oh, to get crunched. So to be able to to be able to still be doing it at that age and still running the games, and it's just lovely to see yet another, yet another um, kind of no, set yeah. of fans get to enjoy him because he's yeah, he's yeah, just a magician. And, he's and just exactly, yeah. he is that. And I, I think even after that, that is it's last season for us. I think he could have definitely stayed on and played. Because he he is one of those guys. He's he, he's getting fitter with the age. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. he was. He was getting fitter by like you could see him in in, in the gym. And this guy was ripped. Uh, <laughs> he was he was. I think he got more serious and serious like from quite quite uh, late age as well. So he was he was getting better and better. Talking about that, so that you kind of getting fitter with age, and and perhaps one more year, were you ever tempted to to take on that tenth season at Norwich? Was that something that that you ever talked to to Daniel or Stuart Weber about? No, no, it wasn't. For me, it was it was always about about my knees and and health health, you know. So uh, I, I'm I'm fit. If I had a right knee replacement, then I could have kept. Carrying on, but I knew, <laughs> I knew, I knew that my my uh, my uh, my my knees couldn't handle it. I knew if I was there, I would be there just doing what I did last my last season. You know, just being around the place. Sometimes you get a game and this this, and you you really don't want to do that. Uh, not for not for so many seasons. So uh, the only reason, the only um time it could have happened is when I signed my my contract. I think I signed one year uh contract uh while the boss was trying to get me to sign two. So if I did sign that two years contract, mm. I would have stayed there for the following and then I would have actually had ten 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 uh, seasons. But I'm I'm very uh, I'm, I'm not a guy who's greedy who was really after 10 season or I, I, 
it's, it's important to know your limit when it's, 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 it's time to say stop. You need to, to just say stop. You can't play just to to keep playing and, and destroy your body or whatever. So hmm. I was quite quite happy with the the decision of of not not uh, being there for for a term season because you, you need to be there for a reason as well. I mean, it, it felt like a really nice time for you to bow out because of the way in which you know we'd played that season and and we'd won the league and then you had that brilliant moment, um, you know, at Barnsley where you were able to lift the trophy, but how you know kind of how difficult was it to not say goodbye to the fans because i think you more than most people over the last you know nine seasons seem to have a real bond with the fans you know and there's all the you know kind of you dancing a jig at wembley or at that millwall game you know the dancing in front of the fans and and your smile endeared you to so many of the norwich city fans and they loved you is there kind of a you know how bad did it feel not to say goodbye and is there any message that that you've got for them now? No, it was. I, I think even I think if there were fans at the, the Barnsley game, I, I probably I wouldn't manage to play the game uh, because for for someone who really had the emotional part of it in in in, in check, I, I, I struggled as soon as we 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 we, we got to the dressing room. And 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 after a couple of minutes, it just <laughs> I was gone. The mm. the I, I was I was I never thought I was going to be that, but I was gone. I was like I was crying. I was crying my eyes out. I was like, and even in warm up, I was like, no, no, this is, I can't do this. Uh, the the boys were really supportive. You know, the, the, the I heard the manager was crying as well. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it was really tough, uh, and even during the game, my, 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 so for me, it, it, I think if they were there, it, uh, it would have been even, it would have been fantastic, but it would have been the very worst thing for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we might, we might, uh, to yeah. be honest, because they would have made it even, even, uh, yeah, even, yeah, it was special, but they would have made me very, very, very emotional. Well, uh, hopefully yeah. we get that. Hope, hopefully we get maybe because it it might be a year or so, you know, from mm. from when from that Barnsley trophy lift, mm. you know, hopefully it's not too long. And surely the club have been in touch about about you coming back. I mean, we're not trying to blow any secrets here or anything, but it, it can't, surely <laughs> no, that, you know, because your I, season's I, nearly over, right? So yes, yes, I, I of course I, I had a chat with Stuart before when I before I left. Uh, um, I was going. To be invited back, I can't. I can't exactly spill secrets, which I I, I can't. But uh, hopefully, uh, recently I thought I would be able to come, but I couldn't. So we will see when that will happen. Wonderful. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that well there, there might not be a, a dry eye in the house depending on um how, how it's kind of done but i mean if they they put up a montage of all of your best moments then my word i mean it, when when it was the you know when wessie had his kind of game yeah. um and that was really emotional because it was very because, very emotional because, yeah. because that's the thing about you were part of an era of the football club that and i know it's meant that we've ended up talking about relegations a lot but mm-hmm. but that's the point you 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 were you had an unbelievable roller coaster 
of yeah. of you know your your period at the club almost perfectly kind of slots in with our up down up down yeah sort of yo yo experience <laughs> so so we have we have as 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 a fan base we have seen um, you know, we have lived those emotions with you, and obviously, it's far more acute for you. You were the one on the pitch; you were the one kicking the ball. But, but that's what I mean by I think you took on. Um, and again, I can only talk speak personally, but you you sort of took on sort of half after sort of three or four years, you took on this and this 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 larger than life kind of figure. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, your things like your your message to to Wessie and your your part in like the office videos and <laughs> these things that they all helped. But it was it was oh. it was how much of a part of that of how many squads you became and it, and it just became yeah. the fact that it was almost like a joke that oh any every new manager will come in and see if he can manage without Teti and then find out that he can't <laughs> you know no it's, it's it's to be honest i this this team and and city and 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 the players that i've played with is just it's been an amazing journey like i i came there like just expect expecting to experience premier league you know and and this is I've been given more, you know, uh, in terms of experience that I, I can't put words to it. It's been it's been incredible uh, journey seeing the club like you know the first time when I came in like the, the dressing room we had four showers. Uh, sometimes the third one didn't even work. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, like a metal dressing room, you know, from from the the from that to 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 uh, the, the ground being being you know uh, brand new, you know the, the the project. It's like it's like being part of it and being part of of, of that history and, and and the games and the, as you say the up and downs. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I would probably a little bit trade it to be in the Premier League the whole time, but just just experience the the the, the, the going down the, the 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 courage that and the work that that takes you to come up again. You know the the disappointments. It's like it's it's like it's like it's football, but it's like in life. You know. Um, this experience that I've had with knowledge, it's like it's like going through you, you, life. You you get you know you, it's not going to go straight forward, and that this is what is happened with with my journey with knowledge. It's it's like big knock. You are you are terribly and all you know all out. You you are down, but then for somehow you just you you just empty your mind. You you get your 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 body ready. Then you go again, and and. For 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 a team and and for for uh, for a squad of players to do that, it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. So, for for me, it's it's been it's been a pleasure to be to be to to be uh, associated with with Norwich City and, and and for me to be part of the history. It's 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 it's, it's with me. It's with 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 my children. It's with my my, my wife. We we are all. We are all cheering every game, every every yeah, I don't know every every <laughs> we, we are Norwich. We are we feel like we are from Norwich. Well, I think I speak for for every fan in saying the pleasure has been all ours, and mm. thank you so much for spending the time chatting away with us. It's been fantastic to catch up, and from all of the fans, thank you 
for your time. Now, you can only do that at the moment via a microphone through the internet, but I think it's suffice to say when um, the secret that we won't tell anyone, um, you know, and you do you do show up at Carroll Road, I think you might get quite a loud thank you from, from a few other people. So thanks mm-hmm. so much for your time. Um, Alex, really appreciate it. John, I acknowledge that you exist. Everyone else, find how you go. <laughs>